an overbearing mother, a damsel in distress, a hero surrounded by death, and more death. It's Ain't Dead Alive. Mafia, wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you. Quite the coming of age story about a boy becoming a man. Very true, Alex. <laughs> this is this is a coming of age tale. A Bildungsgroman is what it's called in Germany. Oh, of course, we all know that. And New Zealand, probably Bildungsgroman. Scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, yeah. We definitely got hanging parts in this one. We'll say that, Alex. Oh, my goodness. Aren't they? Welcome back to the Monsters vs. Men podcast, the bargain basement of the Monster Podcasting Airways, where two friends try to stay alive by chatting about weekly monster movies. This week, we are discussing Brain Dead slash Dead Alive. Mm. With me is the not-so-overbearing father, Alex. Joined by the overhanging... Mother, <laughs> wow, mm. big overhang. Um, there's yeah, I mean, if you have a fetish, it's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is something, yeah. yeah. When it comes to that, yeah, it's got everything in interesting, it. it's got a little bit of everything. So. <laughs> Peter Jackson is then we'll, we'll give him that, yeah, he's a super freak. <laughs> let's go ahead and jump on in alex oh, uh, before we devolve any further all right yeah yeah peter jackson may be known for his action epics among other things but before lord of the rings and king kong which we previously reviewed on this show he directed a little film called brain dead or dead alive as it's mostly known in the united states I would describe Brain Dead as a gross out, over the top zombie com- zombie comedy film from the '90s, but set in the 1950s New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But does that over the top gross out make you want to peace out, Alex? Ooh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely over the top, but I I, I can't say that the gross that the gross out makes me want to peace out. I think most of that is probably contributed to how unique the film is. Honestly, when I saw that this was a 90s film, I was shocked because this had 80s all over it. Mm. Like, this is definitely a holdover from the 80s era, Um, but not in a bad way. And I think that the film is so special that it deserves a place cemented in classic zombie films. And that's not to say that I think this film's a masterpiece, because I don't. There are some misses here, but man, I do think that this thing is such an effects feast and so wholly unique that I think any zombie fan needs to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you? so to preface to preface this discussion a little bit, Brain Dead is a film that in high school I learned about from a friend who learned about it from his older brother, right? Of course. Uh, 
like, we have to watch this thing. It was one of those cult classic movies that I knew my parents would not approve of, but I thought <laughs> what, it was pretty edgy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty edgy because I hadn't seen anything else like it. And it still feels that way in a lot of ways. But now I'm the parent and I wouldn't want any of my kids near this film for a number of reasons. With that said, though, I really did enjoy the comedy of this film in my teenage years. Uh, the last time I watched it, being a teenager, probably half my life ago, I mean, you got some real standouts here. You've got uh, an amazing karate priest, uh, absolutely stunning zombie designs, and really pretty hokey comedy that mm. was so over the top, I knew not to take this film too seriously. Unfortunately, I think it worked as well for me in 2023 as it did when I was a teenager. I still think you're right. You said it's unique. It's definitely unique. Um, but I also think it's pretty influential for some zombie comedy features um, that we'll see a little bit later on in our series potentially. Oh, interesting. I, I wonder about that. Because yeah, I have no doubt that there are there's influence from this film and future zombie stuff, but I am not sure what films it would be. So I kind of want to hear from you what, what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. um, I'm surprised that there is not more that is so obviously, for me, influenced by this film. Uh, you know, I had to, when I mentioned, you know, this is a shockingly like a 90s film like when i expected it to be an 80s and i was looking through i saw like where evil dead was i know evil dead started out more horror focused but i was surprised to see that this film was so much later than that series and but like evil dead this has all the trappings for a cult classic and it is such like like you've mentioned i I could see maybe things like the zany tone bleeding into something like Shaun of the Dead, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's the outlandish, you know, WTF moments, the thickest of camp in this film mm -hmm. and the really, really fun gore. <laughs> so much fun gore. Mm -hmm. I think the gore overall is actually really great it just executed so amazingly i can't believe the effects in this except except for one moment particularly uh -huh. the pus and the custard oh my gosh dude i can watch dismemberments all day but that was just too much like i am not squeamish but that moment gets to me like very few do yeah yeah, it's just it's oh god, it made my skin crawl. It's so gross. Yeah, and then yeah. the other thing here is that outlandish tone. Um, it 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 is a lot of fun when we're like you know you get the guy that gets pulled out and he's missing his entire legs, but his legs are still his <laughs> legs are bones and they're still yeah. moving. Oh yeah, like I think these moments are actually really well done. Or like mm -hmm. when the um, when the baby c c crawls out of the girl, like he just like splits her head open. <laughs> I think it's done really well. Now, there's other elements with the comedy that I don't think as well, but I will say the highlight for me, probably Eric in this uh -huh. film, uh -huh. is when he goes out with the baby 
<laughs> when they go out into the town, yeah. go out on the town, dude, I was rolling. Like that was, it's so absurd. It's so funny it in is. those moments. It like is. that's one of the, that's one of the moments in the film where the over the top comedy just hit so perfectly every time something happened. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, lo- I loved it. I love that part. But what about you, Eric? Like, what are you, what are you thinking about this film? No, well, so to answer your question, I think this film is comedy-wise, and just thinking about the tone, it's influenced by Dawn of the Dead um, from our zombie series. And just thinking about Ooh. our zombies, because in Dawn of the Dead, you start to see a type of zombie that is like kind of so out of it at times that you can kind of get away with doing some outlandish things and probably be okay. Yeah. which we see Lionel do here in, in this one. And then I think of future films like Shaun of the Dead, um, like Zombieland, who, while, while maybe they don't have exactly the same tone, this, this film lays a foundation for creating a pretty much straight-up comedy film with zombies in it, right? Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's where I see its influence coming in. But one of the things that I really appreciate about this one are its main characters, Lionel and Paquita. There's a simplicity to them that's sweet, even as the heat cranks up around them and the situation just becomes more and more outlandish. There's no apology for that simplicity either. They're just rather basic. (laughs) But it works with the tone and the overall vibe of this film. You know, As I said, though, there are parts that don't work for me, Um, as, as much as they did when I was a teenager, at least. The -the over-the-top humor, it just becomes too much at times, Mm -hmm. which is, a yeah, it's saying something because, yeah, the whole film is over the top. (laughs) But some aspects with the baby, I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, reflecting back on, like, why are you taking this thing for a walk in the first place? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other issue, I I think this is actually the the bigger issue for me, is just the stakes. (laughs) Are you still when laughing he, about the baby? When, <laughs> he's punching the baby. He's pretending to, to treat it like the other person's baby. Like he's watching her. Yeah, and then yeah. I love it when he leans like when he leans forward and then there's that shot through the barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it is good. It is. Uh, The issue I have are the stakes. And maybe I'm biased because I've seen this film several times before. And I know nothing will happen to our sweet Lionel or Prakita. The only two characters in this film that we should really care about. Because I know what's going to happen to them, that it's going to be okay, that it's going to be happy ever after. There's just no real tension. And so then it just becomes that spectacle for the outlandish and the squeamish which is okay for a gross-out zombie film, I guess. Yeah, I, I think so. But but a lot of what you said really hits on what my gripes are. Mm-hmm. Overall, I'm really down for the story. And I really enjoy the idea of this film um, being about Lionel just finally becoming a man, even though he's been an adult for quite some time now. But I'm actually with you a bit here. While I do like the baby scene, 
and it's probably one of the most ridiculous scenes in the film. <laughs> the outlandish humor is actually too much at times. There's moments with Lionel and the zombies that just grate on me mm-hmm. because it seems to ignore most of the logic of its own film. Like they're just, they, they become des- domesticated, which is kind of the point, but it's also, it goes on for too long mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm rapidly losing interest in Lionel juggling these zombies. I'm wondering how stupid he is. I mean, he's, he's like you said, these are simple people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Lionel is like the biggest idiot ever. And, but it, it's kind of frustratingly so for me, actually. Mm. And so I, th- I think it just manages to be cr- too goofy for its own good at times. And it just doesn't hit a lot of those moments for me when Lionel's with the zombies. Um, I think the only one that really hits for me is uh, <laughs> his grandma at first. And then maybe also, and then definitely the baby. Like in, in mom, the outdoor scene. His mom at first. Yeah, what did I say? Grandma. Oh, oh she gosh, becomes yeah. a grandma. His she mom, looks like a grandma. <laughs> she does look like a grandma. But the, those are really it, it, the kid is the only one that really hits for me pretty well. I, but I gotta say, none of the moments that do not work for me are in the epic thirty-minute mm-hmm. finale. Yeah, I think that it is executed almost flawlessly it is so fun and just insane i just absolutely love it oh yeah but the moments before this are just too much for the most part yeah and honestly i i I, like i said i I just don't think i like lionel like he just annoys me a lot (laughs) (laughs) and i I think like that's kind of the point right like he he is simple I think the parts where I'm annoyed are, yeah, it's like how, it is kind of like how ridiculous are you going to be, right? Like it can get, it just becomes too much. Like why are you trying to take care of these five zombies, right? Like it just doesn't, it defies logic, you know? Yeah, Uh, it's just so, it's so weird. Some of the situations he gets himself in, it just defies logic to an extent that you're like, this is far too much, Right, um, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, <laughs> zombies, zombies in the basement stuff just becomes a little much. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it adds much, but yeah, I've got to say, I wanted to go back to one thing, Alex. Of all the effects, all the incredible like special effects and gross out zombie stuff, the grossest is the custard. <laughs> It's just, oh, God. it is oh, the worst part of this film. It was for me when I watched this as a teenager. It still was for me oh. this time around. It's just absolutely disgusting. Oh, God. <laughs> just thinking about it, it's like, ooh. And, and oh. I did tell one of my students today about that guy who has his flesh of his legs ripped off <laughs> and only his leg bones remain. Oh, yeah? It's just awesome. I love that. <laughs> uh, and then, it's so of course, the lawnmower scene is a highlight that will forever, for me, be a zombie film classic. It's just pure mm-hmm. crazy idea put on film. Like, Peter Jackson and friends and and probably zombie film fans of the time are like, what would be great against a 
horde of zombies. How about a lawnmower? Right? You could just you could just <laughs> mow everybody down. Yeah, Enough. That's literally. what they do. <laughs> right? Which is awesome. Um, <laughs> of course, you've got stop motion Skull Island Monkey <laughs> at the beginning of this film. Uh, there mm-hmm. are a ton of moments, really, that I love or at least feel nostalgic about. But yeah, there, there are some weaknesses that take it down a notch for me this time. Though I, I still overall had a pretty good time with this one. Yeah, I remember you in college really advocating for this movie and getting me to watch yeah. it. And so I remember really liking it yeah. back then uh, as well. Envian uh, Plus today, we spend most of Envian Plus talking about the, well, we talk about Last of Us for the majority of the time because I finally finished the show. And so we could talk about the story and, of course, talk about the ending. And so we get all into that at patreon.com forward slash pod. Where we also talk about our new po- podcasting platform, recording platform, Alex. Uh, so, mm, oh, that's right. We, we get into that a little bit too, right at the beginning. That's patreon.com forward slash MVM pod. But let's go ahead and move into our awards. Compelling character, Alex, who do you have? Mum. <laughs> I got to give it to Mum. She, uh, she gets a subplot here that is out of left field, really. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. <laughs> it's it's so not needed, and there it is. And it's surprising when it happens. It's really not needed at all, right? <laughs> no, it's you not. Could be an overbear- you could be an it. overbearing mother being a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Without drowning two people in front of your son. <laughs> So over the top. But, Once again, this movie. <laughs> she just, she just like, like, it's just like, oh, come on. Like, what's going on here? But yeah, I, I got to give it to her. Like, you know, she did what she needed to do. <laughs> she, she's just a woman who takes care of business. That's right. That's right. Uh, my compelling character, Alex, is Paquita, who mm. I think does come across as rather simple um she of course falls in love with lionel because he shows up right and there's a cross in the uh, as a symbol that just obviously points to him uh being this man of of her destiny but what's revealed about paquita is that she is a person and she is a caring person when Lionel is struggling and ultimately mm-hmm. she can hold her own uh, at the end of this film. So I, I, I do like Paquita. <laughs> yeah. She is a compelling character to me. Yeah. Paquita, Paquita, she, she was good. She was good. I, I, I liked her, but I kind of want to go back to mom. Real okay. Quick. All right. What's kind of compelling. If she managed to drown two people at the same time. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. Uh, that is incredible. Yeah. Like talented woman. Very strong too. Apparently, drowning yeah. is just interesting. Anyway, <laughs> and, and then her and then her final form is just. Oof. You liked it. A lot to think about. There's a there. lot. A lot to think There's about. A lot. There. <laughs> Most memorable line award, Alex. What'd you have? Zingaya, <laughs> Zingaya. <laughs> Uh, that open that opening moment where they kill the guy who gets the yeah. monkey 
I just love that they see these little scratches all oh, over yeah. them. And they just keep saying Zingaya and just slowly dismember this man. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's so funny. Yes, it is. Yeah. What about you? Mine Eric? is. It's for divine intervention uh, from our priest <laughs> in the graveyard. Classic. Classic line right there. Um, what, a, what a karate kicking Catholic priest. Yeah. I wonder, Eric, in that mm-hmm. moment, the karate priest, was it too much for you this time around, or did you still uh, like it? I liked it. I liked it. Uh, it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot as a whole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Honestly, most of the stuff that graded on me is the same things that graded on you, which were when our plots seem to kind of stand still and we seem to be getting into this mess of too many zombies being taken care of for no real reason mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean that, that part it wasn't like it was funny but it, yeah a little over, too over the top probably this time around <laughs> as a whole uh what about your can't believe the yeah. acting award um, I can't believe that acting award went to St- Stuart Devaney as Father Magruder, who said that this is calls for divine intervention. I thought he did a really good job handing it up as as Father Magruder when he was <laughs> taking care of zombie business. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give him a little shout out. I think he has the appropriate goofy chops here. I, I believed him in the movie, like even though it's completely absurd and ridiculous and his hair is like way too white. <laughs> Well, it's almost like, like it's almost totally like it. a it's a shout out to like uh, classic kung fu master white hair, yes. right? Yes, exactly, exactly. It, it, it's he has a Bruce Lee haircut, but it's yeah, all yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, but I. Uh, I just enjoyed his performance. I do think that scene, actually, I really enjoy it, but then I think it ends too goofily. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I, mean, does that even I don't make any like sense? it. I don't, I don't like know. the head falling on him. That that may be, you may be right. That, yeah, that, the, if well, I had to point my finger on it, you're like, ah, that's kind of lame. And then the head falls on him, and then he just does a kick and he flies on yeah, That's a little, that's a little much. Him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you just needed to end yeah. the scene, and you didn't know how. It's kind of how it yeah, feels. I get that. What about your acting award? I can't believe the acting award goes to Timothy Baum, who plays Lionel. Um, he plays simple character very well, uh, and also comes around at the end to being that hero. Right, he becomes that hero, that warrior. Mm-hmm. He also, whenever he needs to, at the end good job at portraying a sense of urgency uh, as they're getting away from mom uh, and climbing up to the roof. That part stood out to me. I was like, man, they were really going yes. for it here. Um, he never feels like he's phoning it in. He's fully committed. He's yeah, fully committed in every scene that he's in. Uh, so I, I've got to give it to him. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. Even though I get irritated with that character, I think he does yeah. a great job. What about, oh, that's a good shot. Uh, yeah, so I mentioned this one earlier, but mine is the shot through the barbed wire from the baby's perspective. <laughs> where he is uh, peering out at uh, Lionel. It's 
just so <laughs> absurd. It's baby it's point so of view good. shot. I, like I just it. love that when yeah. you see that barbed wire, you realize that like the baby wasn't the one like biting at him. It was him putting his hand in there, and just tapping his hand <laughs> against the barbed wire. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, I, I really <laughs> like the shot at the beginning, uh, towards the beginning of the film, Lionel's mowing the grass and the camera is placed in a way where the cam- the, the lawnmower goes right over top of the camera, which is just a nice little foreshadowing into the climax of this movie, um, which you probably don't think about mm-hmm. as you're watching it. You're just like, oh, that's a cool shot. Uh, <laughs> but then it turns around to not just be a cool shot, but a foreshadowing. So I really like that first lawnmower shot. It's so, yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's a nice surprise in the film. All right, man. Unique awards, favorite zombie design. Uh, there are some, I, I just like this unique award for these zombie movies. I like, really like light bulb zombie <laughs> at the end. Mm, this is a good one. That's a good she's, one. she's pretty amazing with her uh, illuminated head. Dude, that's a yeah, that's a good one. I, I would say my favorite of the zombies is the uh, what was his name? The oh, e, uh, Uncle Les's oh, yeah. zombie with the spine oh, ripped yeah, out. That's cool. Dude, I think it's <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so cool. Oh, yeah, it could just be um, the guts, and the, the guts are in the- <laughs> Oh, yeah, the guts <laughs> that also goes yeah, on, for it too probably long. does, but uh. I, I do like the guts. I do like the guts. It's kind of funny. Um, as for me, Eric, I had the uh, Happy Together Award, and that goes to Lionel and the Baby Zombie having fun in the park together. I've never seen more wholesome oh, that's content. That's awesome. All right, man. Uh, thoughts and tiered rating for this film. What you got? Yeah. So I this I think this is a really special movie. I will say, Eric, though, I actually agree with you. I did not like it as much this time around as I did the first time I watched it when you recommended it to me. Um, That being said, though, I still found a ton to appreciate here from the effects to uh, some of the humor to just the overall (laughs) story of it. I think it's actually a lot of fun, and I can definitely recommend this to zombie fans. At least those with certain comedic tastes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, those who like serious zombie movies are going to hate this thing. But I think this is a really fun movie. Maybe a precursor to maybe like you were saying, some later zombie comedies. Um, but I really, I, I think this is actually a special movie, but I'm going to give it a gamma tier. Maybe a high gamma tier, mid to high gamma tier, uh, but definitely one I would recommend to most genre fans. Indeed. I'm right with you. What about you? Uh, I think this is a gamma tier film. Uh, and one that, yeah, if you feel like you enjoy a gross out film, and it's, I'll tell you, it's not the same type of, it's not torture. It's, this isn't a torture film by any stretch of the imagination. If you haven't seen this, this isn't like... No. You're not getting realistic gore here it's over the top comedy gore that is meant to gross you out a little bit Mm -hmm. um but it does not feel realistic in any real sense at any point at least to me would you agree 
Yeah, it's. I would agree. It's not trying to agree. to aim for any sort of re- realism here. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I do think mm-hmm. there is a fun simplicity to the plot, but I think the stakes could be raised at times, um, and not raised in a way that just feels like more over the top. Like not raised in a way that like we have to make our mom a murderer as well. Uh, <laughs> But just raising the tension for our main <laughs> characters and making us doubt a little bit that it'll turn out well for them in the end. Um, because I, I don't think we really doubt that. And maybe that is because of the sim- simplistic nature of them, right? And the innocence that they bring. You know that the film's not going to do anything to these innocent characters. But even when Lionel is kind of sucked mm-hmm. in back into the womb of his mother monster at the film's end, you're not worried mm-hmm. that anything's going to happen to him, right? You know it's going to be okay. No. okay. Um, but with that said, the comedy works for me still, uh, even if there are a few parts that seem to drag a little bit and, and the comedy doesn't just quite stick. So yeah, this is a gamma tier film for me. I'm not sure where I put it yet on that gamma scale, but it's definitely somewhere in the gamma tier. All right. All right. All right, Eric. I, I was wondering how you would feel after all this time because I figured you hadn't probably I'm, seen it. Since I have you not had seen kids. it in a long time, Alex. I mean, 17 <laughs> years probably. Ooh, yeah, that's crazy. Golly. Crazy. Um, next week, we move into the 2000s and we get into 28 days later. Will it cater to Ooh. our taste, Alex? Or will we become a hater? Man, a Danny Boyle movie. I love me a Danny Boyle movie. I do. Sunshine, Mm -hmm. especially. I haven't seen Sunshine, I don't think. Million Dollar. I've seen seen Slumdog. It's pretty good. Pretty good. That was a pretty good little effort. But but 28 Days Later, Sunshine, mm, very good. His later stuff, you know. (laughs) It's okay. <laughs> yeah, any rhyme? Oh, uh, I forgot we were doing. I forgot we actually knew our movie. I already yeah, did my 20. rhyme. You must not have even caught it. I, yeah, it was Dang. so smooth, Eric, that it didn't even pick up on my radar. But um, yeah, so I guess we got 28 days later. After we watch it, will we say, see you later, Gator? Or will we have to dive into 28 weeks and. See if that movie is for the meek. Dang. I don't know. Whatever. We're not going to do 28 weeks. uh, As always, thank you for listening to Monsters vs. Men. You can leave us feedback on this episode at nvmpod.com or or email us at nvmpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at nvm underscore pod. You can also become a bargain base mite at patreon.com forward slash nvmpod. Receive that special bonus content that we give you every single week. Um, including host chats, interviews, and reviews. And if you can't join it this time, go ahead, give us a review on iTunes or your podcasting platform. That does help. Monsters vs. Men is produced by Alex Cornette. Executive producers are Kevin Alexander, Faye Basier, John Freeman, and Michael Herndon. Special thanks to our wives, comma, Rock Band for PlayStation 3, which formed Cell Block B, Louis Loops, Senior Honda, Drew the Collector, our Instagram connector, and you, the listener, for listening. Until next time, don't Forget that your mom drowned your dad right in front of you. And try to stay alive. Mafia, wake up, wake up.
have created a monster and it will destroy you. Final form is just oof. you liked it. A lot to think about. There. A lot. A lot to think about there. <laughs>